Monday. I'm your host, Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds, and today is November 7th, 2021. I hope everyone is well today, and we're going to get started on the show. So what we've got today is titled Eight Tips to Choosing the Best Remote Job Opportunity for You. So we've kind of talked a little bit in previous shows about the pandemic and how it's affect the working mom. We've looked at um, remote schooling and different things. And we do know that there has been a big shift in work uh, since the pandemic. So most companies or many companies um, were able to offer their employees ways to work from home in which we had peak Um, almost dangerous kinds of times dealing with the pandemic, not really knowing how it was going to affect most people. And so after that period and companies began to look into bringing some of their employees back into the office, some folks decided that it would be better for themselves and their families based on their own situations to continue working from home. Now, with that being said, some companies were not able to accommodate those employees. And so, thus you had the separation. Uh, And so I talked about it in a previous show. Um, Some people called it the great awakening. Um, Many people were able to leave their jobs and go on to options that were more flexible for them. So the first thing we want to talk about is that some people that were able to do that, that's great. And then maybe they were starting their own businesses. Maybe they found remote jobs. So what I wanted to do on today's show is focus on some of the things to consider when you're trying to pick the best remote opportunity for yourself. And for those of you who do not know, my background is in uh, medical insurance claims. I also have some background in um, understanding uh, call center training, and I have also worked as a job coach as well as an employment specialist. So I do have some pretty extensive experience with um, research as well as helping folks get transitioned into work. I thought it would be really neat though to really take a look from a different lens at what would be best for those mothers that may be in a place where they feel like working from home is gonna be better for them. So if you're one of those mothers or if you know of someone that's going through that transition or even considering that, this particular show should be pretty helpful for them or yourself today. So we're gonna take a quick pause while I get some additional things set up and we'll get started. Okay, so we're going to get started on eight tips to choosing the best remote opportunity for working mothers, for those folks that are considering transitioning from the office to home and really want to look at their options. Now, there are other types of options that you can look at for working from home. I wanted to look at remote working for other companies because this particular um, job, you know, situation 
basically you are not responsible for providing or creating your income. We will look at other uh, types of remote jobs in which you are the person that is responsible for kind of creating and making it happen. Whereas if you're working for a company that already has a job set up, basically you are just tasked with the responsibility of doing and providing the work that they need you to do. And thus, when you do that as asked or requested, then you get a check. Whereas if you were doing it more on a freelance basis, or if you were creating your own company, then you would be the person that would have to put all of those things into place. Okay, so, okay. So I thought the best way to tackle today's subject title would be to actually look at a position that's available, or at least at the time that I did the res this particular recording was available. So today we're gonna look at a position titled Part-Time Patient Access Coordinator. And in parentheses, it specifically states remote. So we know a big thing is we wanna make sure that the company that we're looking at does in fact have a remote, or they may title it work from home position remote, work from home, the same thing. So you know that this would be something that would fall under what you are looking for. The company I'm gonna review is Invera Health and I don't have any um, additional information on them. I'm sure you can check them out online and I will leave their job description in the show notes. So number one, let's see here. So the first thing we want to look at when we're looking at the tips to consider when choosing the best remote opportunity is the position and the pay. So this particular position is part-time. Question, will that work for you? Part-time is usually about 30 hours or less a week. So for some folks, that may be all they need is part-time. And if that's something you would be interested in, then of course you want to try to look for remote part-time positions. If you kind of want to weigh it out and maybe you could do part-time or full-time, then I would just maybe look in the search for remote positions available. So in this particular one, you want to first take a look at the hours, look at your situation. So in this job, Invera Health is offering Monday and Tuesday, 8.30 to 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. So depending on where you are, in the United States, how would those hours work for you? Now here in Texas, we are in Central Standard Time. So that I know that if I was on Eastern Standard, I'm looking at, you know, maybe two, three hour difference. Would that work for you? That's a really important thing to consider. Also, the pay that's listed for this particular position is $15 an hour with quarterly agent incentive programs for qualified agents. So we can talk a little bit more. I'll try to make sure I add that because I didn't put that in my tip, but that's kind of important. The reason why I say that is a lot of times they give you this base salary and then sometimes they will also give you incentives, meaning if you can answer, say, and this is just you know a suggestion of what they might be asking, the person that interviews could really zero in on what they might want, they may have a quota of how many calls they expect answered per hour 
or a certain way. And then a lot of times if you're able to fulfill what they're asking you to fulfill, then a lot of times you will be eligible for incentive programs, which usually means you might get extra money, bonuses that they may deliver at certain times throughout the year or within a certain quarter. Alrighty, so we're gonna first review the full responsibility of this particular position. Again, it's a part-time patient access coordinator, part-time, uh, and I'm sorry folks, I didn't wanna get off. It's part-time, so they're offering eight to 3.30 on Monday, Tuesdays, those same hours on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So maybe if just a couple days you can do, three days. You know, that might be the difference for some folks. So that's actually good to know. So on this particular position, with the responsibilities they have listed, answer multi-line phone in a courteous, friendly, professional manner. If you like answering phones, if you are a friendly, bubbly person, this is gonna work for you. Now, if you know that you don't care too much to talk to people, if you prefer really not messing with phones, then let's just be honest, this, this more than likely would not be a good fit for a person that doesn't like taking phone calls. That's actually the first thing that's listed. So that means that's, the, that's something that they're gonna really need you to focus on initially with this position unless Invera has another option. You could always ask that in an interview, but since it's listed number one, let's assume that we will be taking calls as our main, that's a really big part of the job. Accurately schedule appointments for multiple clinical sites according to protocols as established by the client. Gather and enter patient demographics, insurance info, practice management systems to facilitate registrations. Listen for and identify complex or clinical issues to the appropriate person, supervisor, um, call center, practice-based and defined protocols, on defined protocols, assist callers and navigate them to the appropriate resource, concisely and accurately document call activity, outcomes, and other notes as needed in an Invera or client system, work uh, with coworkers to meet goals and objectives of the department, meet attendance and performance standards. So if any person that has experience either in a call center, answering phones, whether you're doing this for a front, you've done it in the past for say a medical office, a receptionist, everything I listed should be familiar and you pretty much know what they mean. But to go over a few things, we know you would have to be or okay with answering phones. You know you're gonna be scheduling appointments. You know, you're gonna be gathering information from the folks you're speaking with, and that could be insurance info, which they have listed here, registering them for whatever it is that Invera would have set up for you. That would be something the company would advise you of. But you're, you just can see here from the responsibilities that if you see yourself doing this, if you've done it before and you feel like, you know what, I answer phones all the time, I could do this from home, then this might be the perfect opportunity for you. So that would be a big plus. Number one, we know that the position and pay are okay for you. You know that you'd be okay with Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, or maybe just the two. Also, you know that the Eastern Standard time zone might be different from wherever you are. So you have to make sure that that would work for you as well. But if those things are lining up, so far this could possibly be a really good opportunity for someone 
who would rather work from the home instead of working in uh, an outside office. Okay, so the, the next area we're going to go into after reviewing number three would be the shifts, which I kind of already hit on already. Number four, I wrote down, if this remote opportunity is in your actual state, is the company in your state? And if not, is the company offering the job in your state? And will that work for you? So in this case, Invera Health is showing that they have these positions available for, and it is listed right here at the top. We are currently hiring in Virginia, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Texas. Okay, and they also reiterate, this is a remote work from home role. Now we know that if you don't live in one of those states, then more than likely this opportunity would not work for you. And again, you could reach out to the company to see if there's additional, but a lot of times it's listed what is available and what they are offering. So do make sure that the position and where it's located is gonna work for you. All right, the next one is after you reviewing the job responsibilities, do you have the experience? Do you have experience answering phones? Do you have experience? So we're gonna look at now basic qualifications versus preferred qualifications, because that's pretty important as well. So what this company is asking that to be basically considered, so you could be considered if you at least have a high school diploma, a GED or equivalent. Uh, two, you have some experience with Microsoft Office and at least six months experience in customer service and or slash patient service environment. So that's why I listed, you know, if you've worked in a call center and you've answered phones, that's great, especially if you've done it for health insurance. But Maybe you haven't done that, but maybe you've worked as a receptionist for a doctor's office or you worked at the front desk. Those skills would also work for this position. That's why they state patient service environment, somewhere where you're gathering information and you're having to interact with people. They feel like someone with that type of experience would fit well in this position. Now, what they would prefer that was actually going to be listed as my number seven tip. It seems like my tips have just all gone. <laughs> here it is here. I think I'm doing too much today, guys. But that's okay, right? It's Sunday. And today has also been a daylight savings day. So we have an extra hour that was added. I'm very grateful for that. But we'll talk about that on another show. Okay. So let's talk about preferred qualifications. So you know you've got the basics, right? You're thinking, okay, I could do this job. Oh, what would even make you stand out more for this employer is if you had excellent customer service skills, the ability to multitask in a fast-paced environment with a high degree of attention to detail. So that means once they've got you trained and set up that you're on your way and you're able to kind of pick up, you see me snapping, you're picking it up on your own. They like that. That means you can move through the environment of work of what you're doing. That's going to make you a preferred person for this position. If you're able to catch a little detail ah, before I let you go, I noticed that I did not get uh, your zip code. Let me get that from you. A catching or paying attention to detail. Excellent written and 
oral communicational skills required so that you're able to articulate in writing and both speaking with the potential client uh, on the phone. And again, they're listing prior contact center experience is a plus. Okay, so you know that if you see that you can do these and you've done this in the past, the things I've just listed, and if you have that experience that I listed before, six months in a call center or you've worked in a patient service environment, that is gonna make a difference. Now, the first thing some people might ask is, well, what if I've not worked in patient service, but I do have experience um, helping folks, just not with a phone. Still, that may work. And so when you're putting that all together on a resume or when you're um, articulating that to the people that are interviewing you, you should be able to explain why you would still fit. Because, you know, remember some of those interview questions, right? Remember this one? What makes you feel like you would be a good fit for this position? And you can go back and say, well, you know, when I was looking at the qualifications, the basic qualifications, I do know that I don't necessarily work in, I've never worked in a call center, but I do know that I had two previous positions, one that I worked at, and I'm just kind of hypothetical here, one year I worked for um, an insurance company and my job was basically to bring in all the information that the patients would leave at the front desk and then I would go over it and if anyone missed anything, then I would call them back and I would have that information, you know, however it is you wanna explain it. And when you explain it in such a way with confidence uh, that you could very well still complete this job without a hassle. That's the type of thing that makes employers feel good. And that actually makes you appear as someone that would be a good match for that position. So, so far, everything is looking good. If you've been able to say yes to what has been listed for the position itself, the pay of the position, the hours, where the position is located, working from home, the responsibilities, both, first of all, I'm sorry guys, responsibility meaning the job responsibilities. Each, you wanna look at each thing that you would be doing that they've got listed. And then the basic qualifications you would need to at least be considered. So we know that if you were missing one of the basic qualifications that there would be a chance you would not be a good fit. So, you know, if you've at least got the basic qualifications and that you feel like you even have some of the preferred qualifications, then this very well may be a great remote opportunity for you. So one of the last tips we're going to take into consideration is the work at home requirements. So it's stating here that you need to have high speed Internet access to a router and a modem to connect equipment to a wireless Oh, I'm sorry. Access to a router and modem to connect equipment as wireless connection is not available and a minimum internet speed test of 20 Mbps down and 5.6 Mbps up. Now those, these are the last three things and though I did list them last, it's still very important. You could have all of the great qualifications and everything but if there's no internet in your area where you live and there's no way to get it, then you know that you wouldn't be able to do it. 
Again, you can always speak with the employer, but they're saying you have to have these requirements in order to work from home. Uh, they also list here access to router slash modem. So a lot of times um, just plain Wi-Fi may not work. You may have to actually hook up, you know, the modem or hook up a router. And I'm not real super tech with that, but I do know these are the types of things you would ask your internet provider that you have now. So if you have Wi-Fi or vice versa, actually when you contact the customer service department, you know, and ask them, hey, do we, is there a way for me to get this type of speed? And then someone in that department or the department for your internet provider could tell you if that would work. And if all of these things fit and work for you, then you're just about at where you can check yes, let me go ahead and apply. Now this is something that's listed if you're the type of person that's okay with sitting and you've done customer service, it won't bother you. But I think it's still a good idea to look at the physical demands of any type of a job. This one, it says the ability to sit, use your hands and fingers, reach with hands and arms, talk and hear, close vision, distant vision, color vision, peripheral vision, depth perception and ability to adjust and focus, ability to stand, walk, climb, balance, stoop, kneel, crawl, crouch, lift up to 10 pounds. Really what they're trying to do is make sure that they're listing that you would have to be okay with sitting for a while. You're going to have to be okay with typing. They're listing with you what you're going to be using to perform this job. It does state reasonable accommodations may be made to enable individuals with disabilities to perform these essential functions. So if you are someone that may have a disability in a specific area, but you still feel like you are qualified and can get the job done, then why not apply and just go from there? Alrighty, so those have been the eight tips to choosing the best remote opportunity for you. You know, guys, I feel like there's so much going on these days. And if a person is transitioning into a work from home or a remote position from an office position, it's a pretty big uh, deal. And for working moms, you know, there's a lot for us to consider. I found a great article that I am going to list in the show notes, and it's titled 10 Benefits of Working from Home. Home. And so I'm going to list just uh, a couple here. And then I really, you know, I really suggest you take a look at it. And you can see why more people are looking at other options instead of just working in the office nine to five, eight to five. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying some of us now, with the way that our lives have sort of been changed, um, throughout this pandemic and everything that's been going on have found that we need other additional avenues and ways to bring things together and balance life for ourselves. So it does state here when COVID-19 faced companies all over the world to when COVID-19 forced companies all over the world to send their employees home to work virtually remote work had a big moment. And yes, the rush to give employees access to all the tools they needed to work from home was a bit well sudden for many employers, 
But after everyone settled in, what quickly became apparent to many office-based teams is that employees could be productive and focused when not in the office. In many cases, and even more so, employers everywhere began to understand that remote work really does work. So whether you're on a hunt for a remote job or already working virtually, check out this list of advantages from working from home. And um, the I think actually I'm just going to read one that stands out for me because I don't want this recording to be too long. Let's see what we got here. Uh, 24 minutes. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see what we want to consider. Do, 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 do. I kind of talk. Okay, let's do number one. Uh, again, this is with flexjobs.com, benefits of remote work from home. This article was written by Emily Courtney. And let's see, does it have a date here? I did see it before. I want to say it was October of 2021, but I will list that here for you as well. So the number one option written was better work-life balance. Many remote jobs also come with flexible schedules, which means that workers can start and end their days as they choose. As long as their work is complete and leads to strong outcomes, this control over your work schedule can be invaluable when it comes to attending to the needs of your personal life. So whether it's dropping kids off at school, running some errands, attending an online fitness class in the morning, or being home for a contractor, these tasks and more are all easier to balance when you work from home. And I think that says a lot. I really don't even need to add to that. I think that's a very written very well. And I think that's another reason why many mothers are considering remote opportunities. And that's why I thought this would be a great show to do today. Alrighty, folks, so we're going to end it now. We're at 25 minutes, and I think that's just the right time. If you have enjoyed today's show, please be sure to give us a follow, uh, leave us something positive. We are on Podbeam. We are now also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I think, you guys, we are pretty much almost on most platforms. Most platforms, you should be able to find us. You can always go to Daily Mom Grind and that's where our podcast website is listed. Uh, and also feel free to send us any comments or show ideas, any positivity to support at dailymomsgrinds.net. Thanks again for listening, and I hope that you have an amazing week. Take care. Bye.